Hi, it's Sunny. And this week we are going back to the very first episode. In fact, we used to call Cheery Conversations Jesus Plus Life. And the reason we called it that is because I had written the book Jesus Plus Life just for my local ladies. Then one of my good friends who's been in my life for a long time, who's worked for me, who's done life with me, Jenny Pierce, said, I think you need to do a show. And this was the first one. And so we have Jenny on, we have Casey on, two of the people that make Cheery Conversations happen because they helped me start this. This is super cool. This is nostalgic. Enjoy. Let's talk about social media a little bit um, and just different perspectives of social media and how on one spectrum, there's the school of thought that, oh, everyone only posts pictures, like the good pictures or family vacations or their life looks so perfect and how people kind of hate on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and really kind of like, I think about what what's wrong with that. Like what's wrong with someone posting happy moments in their life? Um, why, why people get so upset about about that kind of posting on social media. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's another, there's another school of thought. There's an opposite spectrum to that. Yeah, I think we see a lot, this big trend of women and moms who are swinging in the opposite direction to kind of prove, well, I'm not this perfect Instagram mm -hmm. woman, so let me show you all my dirty laundry, literally. Their dirty laundry. Literally, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it kind of becomes this competition of like outdoing each other and how raw mm. we can be. Yeah. Um, which is funny enough because, you know, you think when did people start judging yeah. someone's life by pictures of them mm. and posts of them? Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. it, it definitely reminds me of just extremes, not just in social media, but it's extremes in life. Like uh, I think about people who are extremely opinionated and extremely into politics and the newest headline. And I mean, they'll rant and they'll, you know, they'll rave on things. Um, and then I think of, of when people will go the other extreme and it's like, well, to each their own, let anybody live however they want to live. So it's like we've got this major judgmental spectrum, and then we've got their, hey, Sarah, Sarah spectrum, and Jesus was in the middle, and he was balanced. And being balanced is like impossible. Let's just be honest. It's, it's impossible. But T.D. Jakes said this, and I've always remembered it, that don't rob from the same place two weeks in a row because we can't have balance of our... Um, happiness and our sadness. We can't have balance of um, work life, home life, our kids, our marriage. Like we're gonna have one week that feels extremely great in our marriage and I love him so much. And then another week we're like, oh my gosh, like I, why am I so irritated by him? Mm -hmm. and, and the same thing with our kids, but if we get it right this week, but we get it wrong this week in another area. Let's not rob from the same place two weeks in a row. So that's a way to balance because only Jesus was balanced. We can't be. So I think even in social media, these extremes of, oh, my life is so awesome, which a lot of times is just we're playing over and over on the card that will just show when it's good and people yeah. think our life's perfect versus the extreme of, oh, it stinks. 
And I just think social media isn't the place to say, hey girls, hey people, I need help in my balance. Mm -hmm. I think relationships one-on-one -on -one and actually taking a step to go, I need to get with Jenny. Like, I need to call up my sister. Like, I'm just not okay. There has to be that kind of transparency because we're not always gonna be loving our life, but we're also not gonna always be hating our life. So um, if we're talking in relationship with people when it's good and it's bad, one, we're not gonna like make people go, oh, when I see them coming, they're always complaining about their horrible life. I'm gonna run in the other direction. But we also aren't gonna see people coming and go, oh, everything's always perfect and they talk about themselves and all I see is how great their friendship circle is and I wanna run the other direction. So it's almost being this self-aware of how am I having balance and getting in balance when my life is one extreme or the other. Yeah, um, I you totally said something that makes me think, and I think we've talked about this too, like social media shouldn't be the place where we are calling out for help. I mean, that's a one-on-one -on -one thing. We should yeah. be actually talking to people or I think you said something um, to me in a conversation about it being kind of an online journal, yeah. but maybe we should just really be physically journaling oh, yeah. or maybe physically talking to our girlfriend saying, I need help. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and like, honestly, if people are using social media or Instagram or Facebook as places to post all of their family highlights, um, I think we just have to be careful of as being people who look at that and where we are judging them. Cause if, mm -hmm. you know, years ago, where did you put that stuff in your photo album? Mm -hmm. You know, and you cut, you, you know, it would be a fun time to go and get the photo album, look at the pictures and the kind of pictures you put in a photo album were birthdays and vacations and mm -hmm. happy times. Yeah. So, you know, I get why people post those kinds of things. Yeah. And um, they're fun. Yeah. And it's fun. And so like, even for me, when I'm looking at that, I have to really think about not judging in a certain way um, because people want to post the good stuff. Right. Uh, right. But it can sometimes be a little consuming from for the person who's looking at it. Mm -hmm. um, it can be an addiction, really, yeah. and really rob you of your time and your emotions. Yeah. When since Pastor gave us the, it was the Struggle is Real series, and we talked about that the struggle is real on comparison and looking at stuff. And I really, I did a turn off of and it was a challenge. I did a shutdown of all social media. For how many days did we do it? Seven? Seven, yeah. When I went back to, and got back on, I found that I was, I was scrolling and I call it trolling less. Mm -hmm. And that's helpful. Mm -hmm. At the yeah. same time, I don't ever wanna be the, I'll post all my wonderful things, but then I never engage with other people because I'm just gonna post and go. Like, if it's gonna be where I interact on my end, I need to interact with other people. I think yeah. again, it's being self-aware. Like if my right. self-absorbed and it's all about me, 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 yeah. but never about you, like it's kind of like the Bible talks about to be a friend, you have to be friendly. Mm -hmm. Well, if we're gonna use social media as a friendship platform, we have to be friendly to up. Like there's times I go, oh, I wanna post Isaiah's game or Aubrey's theater and just get off. Like, I just want people to see my kids. But then there's times I go, no, there's a new baby that was just born. Yeah. I need yeah. to take the time to, to write congrats. Mm -hmm. Because in my heart, I'm like, oh yay, I saw they had a baby, congratulations mm -hmm. to them. But there's this give and take, like a friendship. Mm -hmm. And social media allows us to do it, but it also allows us to get really catty if we're not careful mm -hmm. as, yeah. as women. Yeah, mm -hmm. motive, I think motive, motive is good. Like, why are you, why are you posting? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, 
I am not a social media guru, um, so I don't post a lot of things. But um, I feel like I could, I could, I see how people might use that as a way to like. You're posting something to the general public, but maybe you're really posting something that's specific to oh, a person. Oh gosh, when people are like, let me get a, a point across yeah. to this person I'm mad at. Yes. What's mm -hmm. the worst is when we use scripture. And I, and I say we, because hopefully I'm not doing it recently, but I'm sure that in my younger, yeah. dumber self, um, I use scripture to, I mean, your enemy, they will be spited and God will take care of the fool and the, and the enemy and the evil one. And I'm like, that's right, she's evil. They're evil. And so you're posting scriptures and it's like, oh, I'm gonna get my point across. And it's like, that's just not, that's just not what Jesus would do. Right. What would Jesus do? Little okay, bracelet. Yeah. yeah. He would probably <laughs> post and be like, look at me with my disciples. Um, and like, but he'd be pointing to we. Yeah. And he's Jesus. And so I, I like that too, that we can celebrate other people on social media too. Yeah, for sure. It's dumb story. You can edit it out. Maybe I should say that. <laughs> but here's an example. Keep this one, Keep yeah, this here's one now. Here's an example. Like, like long time ago, long time ago, when I when I did have my own Facebook and I wasn't Joy Giver. Um, you just told me you got to edit that out now. Okay. Um, I posted something about um, Santa Claus because we don't we don't do Santa <gasps> Claus, and one of my kids got in trouble for seeing that Santa Claus wasn't real. And I remember being so mad, so mad, and so in the flesh and in the moment, posted something about Santa Claus and leave my kids alone and whatever. And I remember looking back and being like, ooh, that was not, that wasn't a great way to get the point across. Um, but like you do that and then it's out there forever. Mm -hmm. And then you have to kind of, you know, circle back to those people who, you know, read it, or in my head, I just circle back to the person I really meant that to and really, you know, give a better explanation. Testimony. Yeah, for sure. And I think when we see this kind of online journaling thing where we're just expressing every feeling, every emotion, every situation, every day, like, um, you have to wonder and ask yourself, you're not, you're not, first of all, you're not filling yourself with the right stuff by just spending all day on mm. here. And second of all, yeah. you know, you should be, finding a different source. Like you said, connecting with friends, getting in the word, mm -hmm. um, which kind of makes me think about influencers, which um, makes me think of a really funny story. I was talking to my husband, Jonathan, and I was telling him I follow this gal on Instagram and she has really cute like decor, home decor and style. And she's got four little bitty kids and just really cute stuff. So I really like her ideas. And I noticed she started doing a lot of like ads, you know, she put a little status and then hashtag ad. And I mean, I'm not dumb. I understand that's an ad. She's being paid to do that, right? But, um, and then I think I had said something to you as well about it. I had said, basically, she had posted on there and said, my, um, she has a very large house, her husband, she has a husband. And she said, well, my husband, he's starting up his practice right now, but my Instagramming is um, able to support us right now. And I wow. said that to Jonathan and I was like, oh my gosh, like, why aren't I a professional Instagram? I was right? like, how does she make all this money? Like just from ads and he was like, she's an influencer. And I was like, what is that? Mm. <laughs> and he said, it's like an actual thing. Mm -hmm. It's a marketing, like real thing, a job um, where she's paid bank to influence you. So I didn't is even know. Title? That's a major title that to what me. what yeah. they call them? I mean, that's, it's called an influencer. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, social media influencer. So we have so. actors, singers, 
um, vloggers. We have, what was the, there was a term that, um, oh, socialites. Like I think the Kardashians yeah. Yeah. or Paris oh, like it's a thing. was the socialite. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before a lot of social media, but it was like, what do they do to make a, yeah. they're just pretty or yeah. they're just, right. and so you can go, wow, that's really amazing. And now the sky's the limit because if you can be an right. influencer by starting out yeah. by having a voice, and I think that's the hesitation for Jesus people, for Jesus girls, is to go, yeah. okay, I know there has to be Jesus people influencers, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. Jesus is not getting on Instagram with verified Jesus account, like he's mm -hmm. not. But there's people who can point to Jesus or there's people who can point to themselves or point to buy more Pampers or mm -hmm. to buy this book or here's my favorite speaker. Yeah. And so it's interesting that that is something that has uh, become an, a thing, yeah. an influencer. Yeah. That's a lot of power. So I think a lot of women feel lonely and isolated. And it's funny, two kinds of women, whether you're a working mom, let's take moms for example. Um, whether you're a working mom, you feel isolated or guilty because mm -hmm. you're working all day and then rush, rush, rush to get the kids and then bring them to sports and then get home yeah. and try and fix dinner and get them to bed. And meanwhile, at some point, see your husband and you feel guilty and you feel like I'm the only one. And then the other side, you know, you could be a stay-at-home mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom and it's hard. I feel really lonely sometimes. I think, oh my goodness, I've been talking to toddlers for a week, <laughs> just get me out of the house. I need to see my friends. Um, so I think that's something that's really hard for moms either way is just feeling isolated and alone. Mm -hmm. And like what they're going through, like they're the only ones going through something. And yeah. I, I think that comes back to then having an actual conversation with someone mm -hmm. could really open up the reality to be like, no, I, I'm not the only one who feels mm -hmm. that way. And could that be something spiritual, feeling mm -hmm. I'm the only one dealing with mm -hmm. this? I, it's interesting because when someone has a miscarriage, that's a really extreme version of this, but when somebody has a miscarriage, I often hear that they have all these people come to them and say, hey, I had a miscarriage too. But until it's public knowledge that they lost the baby, nobody's like saying, Hey, if you ever deal with this, I dealt with it. I'm here for you because you want you want the best for people and you want to be positive and you don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Yeah. So, you don't just you don't communicate about it, but when it's like out there. And usually people are not putting on social media. This is the kind of an example of how it works best when you just say it in person. You don't usually put I had a miscarriage on social media. But somehow when you have a miscarriage and you start to let that out because you have to, and people find out they rally around you and you, you find out you're not alone and it does help with the pain. Okay, when we're isolated, I think it's the same thing. That if we don't tell someone, then we don't know that others are gonna say, you know what, I felt the same way or I currently feel the same way. And there's just some comfort in knowing that. that hey, I work all day and I know I'm around adults all day, but I feel completely lonely because at work, like I'm really gonna go into my issues. Like I don't need to burden them. And we're all worried about burdening someone mm -hmm. and then we never go to anyone. And I mean, I don't, I don't have the answer for it because I know there's been seasons in my life where I felt very lonely. 
There's been seasons in my life where I felt like I had a good mentor, someone who's older, and that really helped me. There's been times I had a lot of peers where we could stay up late watching Lost every single time, every week for how many seasons? 10 seasons? I don't know, seven seasons? Like for seven years, I felt like I had people to watch Lost and other shows. Uh, there was another one, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like parenthood where you're like, oh, I have friends. But it was like this little window. Mm -hmm. And then we had a baby and they didn't. And then things changed and then mm -hmm. I felt alone again. So I think if we realize Ecclesiastes say, says there's a season for everything yeah. and there's a season to mourn and there's a season to cry and there's a season to laugh and to dance. And those don't come in the same seasons often. Sometimes they're years apart. And I think if we know we're not alone, that helps. And if we know we just have to let it be known, because mm -hmm. somebody might go, oh my gosh, we should like go to dinner or coffee. Yeah. And that's all you needed. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that got me through two months. Mm -hmm. Well, good. You know, maybe we should have done coffee or dinner earlier. Like I eat cocoa sushi in my car alone often because Sean won't eat sushi. And it's Saturday night and I'm like, all of the pastors and all of the staff are like getting ready for Sunday. So I'll be like, I really want cocoa sushi, but Sean doesn't like sushi. So I order it in, I sit in my car and eat sushi. Like, I'm sure you girls would be like, well, if it's not like 10 o'clock at night, which it isn't, let's go to sushi. You'll go with me to sushi. But I just have to say it instead of go, yeah. Oh, I'm eating this oh, alone. Poor me. Right? Like yeah. sometimes we do like to talk about our problems and yeah. get it all out, and then we, you know, we feel a little bit better. But then we don't really take proactive steps. Mm -hmm. What do you think are the best ways? All the different things we've talked about, all the, you know, all these different issues. What are ways to be proactive and not just sit on it and go, oh, that all makes sense. I can relate to that, and then you just remain stagnant. What What's going to change? I really think consistent journaling, because sometimes you need to yell and be mad on paper to God. And then sometimes you need to remind yourself of what you're thankful for. Because sometimes I can be having the worst week ever. And if I just remind myself, my kids don't have leukemia. Like, yeah, that's extreme, but that's what some parents are going through. Uh, my kids both got here healthy and safe because we didn't have that promise before with Savannah. When I start to, to um, write that down, and then the needs that I do have, I write that down and I'm, I'm big on circling things. It's just kind of like I keep circling them and keep remembering them. Uh, it, it gets me back to center and it's me bringing it to Jesus because I'm not going to get over it by just going, well, that scripture really helped me or that advice that they just said on the video really helped me. I've got to like get it out and write a letter to God, write a letter to myself, write a letter to my husband that I never give him. Like, you really irritate me. I mean, we need to have honest conversations, but some things we just know, we just need to get it out. And so I think those are some proactive steps. I think call up somebody, text somebody, and they would probably be praying at this point. Like, oh, I really wish I just had somebody I could just chat with once in a while, once every six months, mm -hmm. and you happen to text them and get together with them or call them or Marco Polo, that's my new thing. Yeah. Yeah, I have some friends across the country that finally we're able to catch up because the text was too long and too hard and I don't like the phone that much. So I wouldn't call somebody and be like, let's catch up on three years. But on Marco Polo, you can drive and chat and catch up. And it's not the same as sitting down, but it's a whole lot more than being isolated and sitting in your house and letting Satan tell you you're just this little 
person all alone. And the way that Satan gets us the most is he divides us. He divides us from the pack, the flock, and then tells us we're over there, they're all over there, and he lies in your ear as much as possible about just how isolated we are. And we're not really as isolated as he wants us to think. I think as I think that's part of our responsibility too, just individually, to if we feel prompted to talk to someone yeah. or ask someone for coffee, like we should do that because mm-hmm. they could be feeling that way. Like that's how we can help each other out too. Yeah, that discernment to yeah. go, why does God keep putting that person on my yeah. heart? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more than just a prayer. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't even do that, but maybe it's more than just, oh, I thought of them, I should pray for them. Or it's a step beyond, uh, hey, thinking of you today, praying for you, but it's actually God put them on your heart to get together with them. So sometimes you have to let your pride go out the window and invite somebody over to your messy house. And I don't have people over for dinner much because I'm like, oh, that'd be a lot of work. But frankly, they would not notice that I stuffed things in a closet or that I didn't invite them upstairs. <laughs> like, we're just going to stay on the main floor, okay? Or and they you like to get a tour. No, they're not needing a tour. Or they and if they want two dogs that I only knew you had one. Yeah, we just, our dogs don't exist to people. Like, you don't have to let them in on all of it. Like, he goes downstairs or outside while you're here. We kind of love dogs. We gave one to Jenny. <laughs> yeah, did. Her hair's fabulous, by the way. She has natural highlights. She looks a little like a llama. <laughs> if her, she has natural she has highlights right and now. she does have bangs. She needs to go to the groomer. <laughs> yeah, that's so. so good. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.